welcome to Tea and Sympathy, where two American ladies talk about drinking tea and watching British television shows because that's the only thing we're allowed to do by law. <laughs> I am one of your hosts, Sarah. And I am a <clears throat> shell of a host, Melissa. Uh, <coughs> oh. Oh, oh my no. God! I'm. <laughs> <laughs> Are you we coming down? Leave with... this all in. No, I live in Tennessee, and we have it's spring here, so we have allergies. I basically yeah. have allergies year round, which leaves me with a wet cough, not a dry cough. Listeners, I also have allergies and have many times, <laughs> yeah, wondered if I'm in fact coming down with the Rona, but. <laughs> Um, okay, so <laughs> off to a rollicking start. <laughs> T and Sympathy Pod on Twitter. That's the letter T and Sympathy Pod. T and Sympathy Which, Pod. I'm sorry. Oh, this is gonna just be like we're winging this one. But like, what else do you have to do right now? That's true, America and beyond. <laughs> nothing. Might as well come talk to us on social media because you can't be doing things in outside. So nope. get over it. Uh, tandsympathypod.com, not updated in recent memory. Uh, <laughs> t- my bad. I have time to do it now. There's no excuse. Um, tandsympathypod at gmail.com, facebook.com backslash tandsympathypod. Forward slash. Oh, sorry. <laughs> facebook.com slash tandsympathypod. <laughs> you figure out which one it is. Um, You've got time. Available. Try both. See what happens <laughs> on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Podbean, or wherever you purchase your podcast products. Um, <clears throat> I just want to say I uh, appreciate that you said that you were going to update it because you have the time, but we really don't. Listeners, no. we both have jobs that uh, are in the space of allowing us to work from home and I have far less time than I would like to be having during a global pandemic because I hi puppy yeah I'm still working uh working in the loosest quotation no I should not say quotation I'm working I'm working fiercely eight hours a day yeah without and, um I'm, I'm glad I'm very extremely glad that that's yeah job. we're I'm very happy to still have my job um, so I don't know about you, but I'm on day 11 of self-isolation. Isolation. I, um, so let's see, I'm looking at a calendar. So I'm going to be real with you guys. Uh, we had a tornado that came through Nashville, which is where I'm located on the third. Um, And I then worked from home the remainder of that week because it was very challenging to get places and our office was sort of open and not. And then I made the super wise decision to work from home the next week because I figured might as well like work from home because we had a like natural disaster here. So, um... I have, for the most part, been in my house with very little outside time for the better part of March. March. I, I should say that I've been, <laughs> I've been to the, the grocery store a couple times, and then um, our dog daycare is still open and working 
from home with probably two like chill dogs would be totally fine. And I wish that was the case, but one of mine is still a puppy and it's, she's, yeah. not, she's not chill at all. So, um, but it's minimal human contact. There's one person there as a big gate. Um, I feel like working with dogs right now is like the best place to be. Oh yeah. So I went They're in there last, the last... only safe ones among us. Those angels. Last week, and the woman was like, "Oh, I just talked to them all day long. Like, I'm fully crazy now." But you know, I mean, I was, I was like, "Is it crazy though?" Yeah, seems pretty sane to me. Yeah, that's what I. I mean, like, I was already doing that. Um, are you drinking tea? I am. I um started just some berries. I was I started stress baking, which I I am not happy about because I I don't want to be eating baked goods and uh i don't really like to bake but i made (laughs) blueberry muffins yesterday a dozen of them and they are gone yep that's how it goes i've probably made five muffins for breakfast (laughs) (laughs) i've probably had baked i probably baked my sixth or eighth loaf of bread Sixth, eighth, <laughs> the my sixth loaf today. I made six <laughs> loaves. <laughs> I'm my running sixth, <laughs> my sixth loaf of quarantine. It's probably not been that many, but um, they're small loaves. But still, it's like I don't know. We're both here all the time. Yeah. What are you gonna do? And it's like, do you want to eat more bread? <laughs> the answer is always <laughs> yeah. I really anticipate an uptick in like laxatives. <laughs> Well, let's hope that that's not the, the next thing of laxatives because, like, we're all just sitting around eating carbs. Who is out here, like, eating a balanced meal? Let's be real. Well, the only way to get, I don't know, I bought some herbs at the store, but, like, you know, I'm not buying a ton of produce except for like, apples and onions and things that last. But I bought two know. onions yesterday because I was at Trader Joe's who were doing just like a great job of doing whatever they do at this time yeah but they had a sign that said please like limit what you're buying to like two so i bought two onions <laughs> so that's we're good. in rationing and it's terrifying but they also if you were in dire need would gave out two rolls of toilet paper with your purchase so that was oh awesome. fantastic I'm oddly not in i i'm running low on tp but i have inordinate amounts of Kleenex, paper towels, and napkins, so I feel like I'm fine. Don't flush that stuff. I know. The sewer department here is like, stop it, stop it. No, they said stop flushing the antibacterial wipes, which why are you wiping your butts with antibacterial (laughs) wipes anyways? Knock it off. I don't know. Some people are really committed to stopping transmission. That is so Bernie and... (laughs) Uh, Welcome to Tea and Sympathy, where we talk about everything but British television and tea. I mean, we're, we talked about tea. We're getting to the television. Yeah, what are you drinking? Um, well, I'm drinking coffee. Bourbon. But it's from, <laughs> it's from Presto George. Presto George! <laughs> I ordered it before um, quarantine time. You did. So, uh, it's been a good... I ordered two pounds of coffee, which I'm very <laughs> glad about. because that was, that was timely. I know. It's really, um, I don't know, all these like moral decisions I feel like I make on a daily basis. Like, is it good to order 
yeah jewelry because then somebody's having to go out and like be around people but they're also making money and should i support that yeah i, I mean, get I'll, it myself i'll tell you i went to two grocery stores yesterday don't at me i had to because <laughs> sometimes you have to sometimes you have to but there was a very very frustrated flustered instacart shopper because he very clearly could not there wasn't the things uh, that are being ordered are not necessarily in stock. Yeah, I'm not. Um, so I went I to the store yesterday. Bad putting that on another human. I, I would not ask another person to go and have that experience right now. No. Plus, I nearly snapped on two total strangers in the Kroger parking lot yesterday. Oh, what were they doing? Um, they were standing really close to each other and talking, which I assumed that they just knew each other. And then as I left, uh, because I made it in and out in like 20 minutes because I really only needed a few things. But as I was walking out and I walked past them, I overheard one of them say to the other one, um, it was so great meeting you. What was your name again? (gasps) I am shaming these two women all over my extremely small platform that is this (laughs) podcast, but I cannot believe that two total strangers were voluntarily standing less than two feet from each other it is a weird, I don't I know. I hope one of them just got off a plane from Spain. Just like. <laughs> sort of, maybe. It's, it's hard to um, break those, those habits. It's hard to stand. But even for if yourself. I, if I went to see my Speak own for parents yourself. right now. I'm from Chicago. I don't want to talk to a stranger. If I went to see my own parents right now, I would uh, not go in their house. I would drop God. things off for them and go away. My mother is in Illinois. I don't, I'm not. Honestly, I don't want to see anyone until this is all done. Tbh, you know, I gotta say, in person that that is, I will say, I'm relying extremely heavily on FaceTime, Insta stories. I'm gonna tell you, um, I brought my older dog. I brought Crispin up here with me because I thought he would lay down because he's the (laughs) good dog and he's jumping up and down like on the side of my face right now. (laughs) Hi, Crispin. How are you? What are you doing? I gotta be honest, man. Oh, hi. <laughs> hi. Um, I am a little bit bummed that my dog B, my yeah. dog B, is is not currently of this earth because yeah. just having like an elderly separation anxiety riddled dog would really <laughs> just come in handy right now she would be in like oh, loving it right now he would <laughs> that was a dog like b was a dog if you like engineered for a global pandemic yep just like a companion dog with like the insatiable need to like rest atop you at all times <laughs> Wait, so we can't go outside by law, theoretically? <laughs> Fantastic. Great. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, is he growling? Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> what is he upset by? <laughs> oh, no. No, <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. He's so... This is... We're letting it go. This is not... We are not some sort of professional organization. I'm leaving all of this in. I'm going to keep talking so that we can't cut it out. <laughs> Christmas. Stop. stop. <laughs> um, I made the mistake of letting him look out, look out the window. 
the outside world is very upsetting to him. <laughs> See, you gotta get yourself a slightly deaf, maybe not all there in the head Boston Terrier, man. Um, the big excitement yesterday on our block was that a, uh, a car <laughs> ran into a tree. <laughs> a car ran into a tree right across the street from me. Wait, what? Yeah, I heard this huge... Th- I gotta be honest, that's like really stressful because that's like the beginning of oh i don't know the leftovers a quiet place pretty much everything and like not the type of thing i want to be seeing happening during a global pandemic is like a car like was the person did the okay wait i'm gonna i'm gonna spiral out here so just stick with me is the person behind the wheel like did they die of coronavirus as they were driving and they were like undiagnosed and did they just drop dead and they crashed into a tree what happened well, I'm, I regret to inform you that I don't know any of those details, but I don't oh. think anybody was hurt. I think the driver, I think the driver walked away. Um, so because they everybody, were probably just like texting like an idiot. Yeah, I absolutely God. think that's what happened. Um, because there was no emergency services. No, there was no. There was a fire truck and three police cars, but no ambulance. Mm. But the, I'm not kidding you. The neighbors are outside talking across their driveway about it for like <laughs> hours because it's like the biggest thing that's happened and everybody has nothing to do. So, I mean, no, you don't want to see any unexplained phenomena. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but like, hey, this is kind of the world that like Donald Trump wanted was like back to the 50s where like none of us have anything else to talk about. So we stand in the driveway talking to our neighbors like golly gee march did you see that <laughs> so thanks for nothing well that's the end of this got so bleak so fast i'm well, sorry listeners luxembourg is probably like what what is wrong with people <laughs> why did i just go russian oh god well, speaking of bleak, I would say that the show we're talking about today is a little bit bleak. It is. It's very, or at least it's like shot very bleak. Should we? Yeah. So we're talking about the hour. <laughs> Excellent. God, that was such a good segue. You're good at this. I, well, I am a, I'm a writer by trade, Melissa. Oh. Um, <laughs> I've also, I'll take this opportunity to say that I've started a um, quarantine diary newsletter. Oh, I've started like journaling. And by journaling, I mean like I write two sentences, but I saw a tweet somewhere that was like, you should be writing down like. That's exactly why I started doing it. It's all ridiculous minutiae, but you can subscribe at heylady.substack.com. If you think I'm not going to write now, hey lady. Hey lady! Heylady.substack. Heylady.substack. I think so. I think that's what it is. (laughs) <laughs> and we're putting that we're gonna put that in the show notes yep. just some lady <laughs> complaints and concerns of a middle-aged crone sold <laughs> it's the content we all want and need <laughs> you call that exciting your quarantine diary <laughs> if you think i'm not reading every single entry you're you're very wrong you're baking all the flowers gone. <laughs> oh, I really wanted to make challah the other day because why wouldn't I make challah? Yeah. I don't have any yeast because I don't bake. And I ran out of maple syrup and forgot to get that at the grocery store. So now I desperately just want yeast and maple syrup. 
I have about 15 pounds of flour. I'm not not a hoarder. I just have been buying it every now and then. Anyway, anyway, let's talk about... Let's talk about television. So, from 2011. uh, The Hour was a series on BBC. Yeah. Centered on a new current affairs show being launched by the BBC in June 1956 at the time of the Hungarian Revolution and the Suez Crisis. So many good people. Really good cast, I will say. Ben Wishaw, Dominic West, Romola Garay, and uh, the woman who plays Lux. What's her name? Anna Chancellor? Yeah, I like her. I love Anna Chancellor. She's Wait, been in everything. Plays, yeah, she's great. She's delightful. Do you want to know what actually is one of my... Hold on. I'm going to find her. So she was in Downton, but she was in one of my favorite... Um, she was in... Ooh, she was in that movie with Deborah Messing and The Wedding Date... Oh, really? And she plays the, like, hilarious... I'm pretty sure she did... Hold on. And she's also in Miranda. Oh, yeah, she is. <laughs> she was... She played Helena in Miranda. Oops. I'm getting her confused with Sarah Parrish. Sorry. Well, she but... played... She did play Lady Anstruther in Downton Abbey. She which did... Was a, a oh, now I remember what I liked her in. Um, she was in The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. She was Questula Ronpok. Oh, she's just, you would recognize her face. She's been in a lot of everything. She's pretty delightful and I like her a whole lot. She has a great wardrobe in the hour. Mm, She does. I love a a statuesque. Yeah. I love a statuesque. So the show is, um, like we said, it's, it's it's kind of a bleak tone to it. um, Because I think that's to highlight the, suspicion and um fear of at that time period of the time and some of the characters there's a lot of really good um of course i'm not gonna be able to name the because my brain is scrambled but there's a lot of we'll do a rest there's a lot of good content that comes out of the post-world war ii british era yes um, because of the the Red Scare and because of the um, the fallout from the war, I just read a couple books that had that focused on that time period. Oh, please send those to me. There's also another TV show that deals with that, and I will um, I'll let you know about that. And perhaps um, if I end up doing show notes, I will put them in the. Uh, in the I show do want to just call out like this is. Um, crazy and weird but like independent of the cast it's actually really delightful so like Abby Morgan is the writer and she has done a bunch of things like they uh, again we talk about this in the past like how everyone it's like everyone just works with everyone else and this is a really good example of that and here's I'll tell you because I'm going um Koki uh I'm going to word this incorrectly. Long story short, the uh, director is the elder sister of Mel from The Great British Bagel. Oh, fantastic. Yes. 
Can I just say, can I just stop? And it's got Una Chap- oh, Chapel uh, in it, who I love. Okay, um, just to pause for a moment the other day that even Bake Off was stressing you out. Was it? When you said that you were stressed out by the Oh, I mean, Bingate always stresses me out. So like that's, a, that. I will say that those two are, um, Great British Bake Off and Making It are the only really shows I can focus on right now. I've been watching The Office. I hated The Office. And typically, but maybe for, it's the time to try again. Typically for comfort for food. Time. Uh, comfort food. Viewing. Comfort food viewing. I choose uh, West Wing, but that's too sad. Too much. Yeah, it's too yep. sad. Right now. I usually do Great British Bake Off and Parks and Rec, but like. Parks and Rec is on a near constant rerun, like in my world. Like I just watch every night before I go to bed and mm-hmm. it just keeps going around and around. Same thing with like Great British Bake Off, but I'm currently getting through season two of Making It, which is kind of like a US, it's a craft version of Great British Bake Off with Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman. And it's very comforting. If you, mm. I highly suggest. Well, yeah. The hour. So if you yeah. like to <laughs> uh, post-war intrigue, if you're into anything revolving around the world of televi- television broadcast journalism, is the term I'm looking for. Um, if you're into Ben Wishaw, who's great and in a lot of really good stuff. I mean, if you're into Adam Scott, if you want some hot priest prior to hot priestness, he is there in the first season. Adam Scott. Andrew Scott. Andrew Scott. Sorry. <laughs> oh like, my God. This is just, we're falling apart here, people. We're just barely holding it together. Sorry. Do you, do you think it's going to be weird when people start going places again? I mean, I don't yes. know when that's going to be. I do. I think none of us are going to remember how to do things. It's weird. It's a weird time to be alive. Um, is indeed. So the, the intrigue in, in the hour is based around, um, it's, at the beginning anyway, it's based around um, the sort of, not in fighting exactly, but like, you know, professional jealousies of these broadcast journalists and um, then also their personal intertwinements. Um, and then, uh, how do I explain the pressure on the, the journalists to... I don't know, would you say to characterize world events in a certain way? Do you think that's a fair? Oh, yeah. Um, you know what it did remind me a bit of? It did remind me, which I get that it probably reminded me of this because it was like a news show, but it did remind me of the newsroom where it's like balancing that pressure, which obviously it was very different then, but like balancing the pressure of like reporting on debutante balls versus news. Yeah. Yeah, and then of course there's a murder. Yeah, two murders, and indeed Ben Wishaw's character, who's named Freddie, by the way, becomes convinced that these murders happen for a sinister reason, and he sort of, I don't know, he kind of aligns everything <laughs> that he discovers or learns about his coworkers and about you know different global crises. He sort of aligns all that stuff to like feed into this notion. Um, and he also, he has a crush on Romola Garay, correct? He does. Yeah. 
Um, I love Ben Wishaw. Did you watch um, A Very English Scandal? I haven't yet, but it's been on oh, my Oh, it's watched. very good. He, um, he, I like him. I like him a whole lot. He's quite good. Did you think that the second series held up to the first one? No. <laughs> no. Which is probably why it got canceled. But, like, I, I really did like the first season, but I feel like it didn't quite. I like that there's a character named Kiki Delane. <laughs> I like no all girl. of their names. Lick Storm. Like, Lick that's Storm. Lick no, Storm. Licks, yeah. Oh, that's okay. Um, I just like that her name is, she goes by Belle, and her real name is Isabel. That makes yeah. me happy. Wait, who's Kiki? She's a dancer. Oh, right. She's the girlfriend of uh, um, the nightclub guy. Right. The, what's it called? El Capitan. El Paradis. <laughs> El Paradis. <laughs> El Capitan. <laughs> oh, my God. Listen, well, we're all doing our best. We're all just doing our best, guys. I feel like this is maybe a good, like, maybe we should see if we should get some guest stars. Like Ben Wishaw? No. <laughs> sure. I mean, if he's not out here singing Imagine, uh, he's probably free. He wasn't in that video, was he? No, he wasn't. I just... Do you uh, notice how quickly that disappeared from the world? Yeah, because it was bad. It, why did I just stutter? It was very bad. It was very, very bad. I'm very upset at Jamie Dornan. How dare you? Who convinced you to do that? Not necessary. I honestly don't know who else was in it because I turned it off after well, the first like four stars. I mean, obviously Natalie Portman was in it because... Oh, God. I mean, I like her enough she loves a performative moment so she does love a performative wokeness moment i don't know whose idea (laughs) did you i don't know if you follow john mayer on instagram but he really is just like he has mastered the art of celebrity content like him and and ryan um ryan reynolds ryan reynolds is that his name what are celebrities anymore are you talking about Blake Lively's husband or Ryan? Yeah, I'm talking about Blake Lively's husband. Is that his name? Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Uh, John Mayer did like a really funny like where he like cut the in- the <laughs> cut the imagined story, and he was like, "Imagine my surprise when it wasn't Ariana Grande's." imagine um and then he did like a mashup of like a couple of people singing and then he like cut himself in singing yeah. <laughs> Grande. it was like a plus john mayer well done i don't know if we're gonna have much to say for the um the art that comes out of this period in human history <laughs> but i don't know i feel like you know what there's gonna be good poetry we all just need to sit with it for a while i think after yeah there's going to be good poetry. I don't know if there's going to be, what, Shakespeare-level art. I read an art, well, Shakespeare didn't have Hulu to distract him, so. Uh, <laughs> I read an article so about true. how this is going to be, like, a singular 
like everybody will remember this they'll be etched in our memories right this time in history like yeah but that everyone's having such a singular experience right now because of our interconnectedness we can't gather to experience this we have to experience it like by nature the nature of the beast we experience it so individually that it's going to be um hard to reconcile our collective memory of such a singular experience it was very interesting to me yeah or as uh some sage of twitter who i don't know who it was is either like we're either going to come out of here like baking or with alcoholism <laughs> i haven't um, had as much wine as i thought i would have, <laughs> to be honest with you i'm not a big drinker so like that's fine i i am dismayed i don't the problem is is I bake and then I eat it right away. <laughs> That's what you're supposed to do with it. No, it's not. I am not supposed to eat 12 muff- muffins in less than 24 hours. Okay. Well, here's what you do with muffins, brownies, cookies. These things all have a lot of fat in them, so they freeze well. No. So, so no, what you Gotta do eat them. is cool them and then immediately put half of them in the freezer. Immediately. Nope. Got to eat them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's the only – I just need to not bake. How about that? I did make chicken soup yesterday uh, where the time got away from me. So I have far less chicken soup than I thought I was going to have because I let it go too long. Hey, it's going to be rich. A rich broth. What did you do with that celery? (laughs) It's still sitting in a drawer. I'm going to go throw it it in my yard. (laughs) Melissa bought celery not remembering that she hates it. Yeah, and that I don't use it in my chicken soup. I can get with that. It's the devil's vegetable. It makes your chicken soup bitter. I will, this is the hill I will die on. Do you ever have a, I mean, you probably don't do this because you don't like it, but do you ever, have you ever a stick of celery, just raw celery? Whoops, one of my earbuds keeps falling out of my ears. (laughs) Just keep talking. (laughs) Uh, You eat a stick of raw celery and it makes your tongue, like your tongue and lips numb? It does that to me. God, no. Why would you do that? Why would you eat a whole stick of celery just raw? I like crunchy things. Oh, I do too. Don't get me wrong. I love crunchy things. I don't even like, I like don't, I rarely eat stone fruit because you like can't eat it when it's crunchy because it's not. Yeah. I I love a crunch. I love a crunch. <laughs> Celery and rhubarb are equally revolting. Oh, this is a big rhubarb house. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. I wonder if I go stick the celery in the ground, it'll grow. I mean, if you don't like it, why, why do you want it? I don't know. Because I'm bored. You know Everyone what? Everyone out here, do. like, haven't you seen all the videos of, like, hey, if you cut, like, a avocado seed and stick it in a thing with some toothpicks, it'll grow. And, like, if you stick a, like, a garlic bulb in some water, it'll grow. I'm like, yeah, do none of you know how botany works? <laughs> They're they're bulbs. That's what they do. Oh, speaking of bulbs, I will say my uh, dad. I I planted bulbs in the fall, and they are they're lovely. Yeah, I saw your video. Yeah, they're pretty. We had frost last night, so things are growing. They're just they haven't really popped yet. Well, yeah, it's that time. I mean, I'm things grow earlier here. Like we're only two months away from strawberry season, allegedly. I'm not sure we're, I'm, oh God, am I ever going to leave my house again? Well, 
if you're if you're out there looking for something to watch, I recommend highly the first season of The Hour. <laughs> and then you're probably going to watch the second one because what, what else have you got to do? What are you going to do? What but are you going to do? I would recommend it over something other than like over, say, I don't know, The Handmaid's Tale or... I saw someone like really push it. Like someone was like, "Hey, you should Hulu. You should release it right now." And I was like, "Are you insane? Hell no! That is, I absolutely not what I want to be watching right now." Although I don't know what's wrong with people because when this started, everybody started watching watching Contagion. I watched Contagion three weeks ago, or like no, like I watched it in February. I definitely watched it. I definitely watched Contagion again before it got cool. I uh, <laughs> I started re- I can't talk though because I started reading. I read the first chapter of Station Eleven, which I definitely do not recommend. <laughs> that you is do. that new? No, it's just it's a pandemic novel. It's a terrible. Who, who wrote it? Oh, her name is someone else. Posted about reading it. It's long. She has like four names. Station Eleven is by Emily St. John Mandel. Oh, right. Yeah, I won't remember that. Uh, It's a good book. It's probably better to wait to read it. All right. I'm going to add it to my... This describes it as an audacious, darkly glittering novel set in the eerie days of civilization's collapse. So, don't Great, great, great. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Novel takes place in the Great Lakes region after a fictional swine flu pandemic. Oh. Yep. yep. Too soon. I think too soon. It's a good book. Don't oh, go there God. right now. Yeah, I don't want to watch. I don't. I'm gonna. I am gonna add that to my list, though. We read. We watched. Um, speaking of British entertainment, we watched a movie called Red Joan the other night. Um, I've heard of that. Yeah. Tell me more. So it's Judy Dench, and. In the late 30s, yeah, she's a theoretical physics student. She plays, she wasn't actually, but she plays (laughs) a theoretical (laughs) physics student at Cambridge in 1938. And it becomes all about her dabbling with uh, the Communist Party and a romance with this guy who is a member of the Communist Party and her access to secrets about developing um the atomic bomb and sharing those secrets with russia um it's really it's it's good it's like a quiet you know it's not fast and the furious people (laughs) it's i um, couldn't it's fine i had to turn it off it was too stressful it's a quiet good story and it's based on true events and um you can rent it on amazon right now for five bucks so Hmm. yeah i find that i've only been able to watch like period pieces yesterday i watched a movie we've discussed before a little chaos yeah it was nice it was what i needed it was a nice reprieve we watched the new star wars we watched oh nice um i don't know we were gonna do a mission impossible um yikes but I don't know. Intensity. I just don't need more intensity. I know. That's the thing. I cannot. I have to watch something that is like slow and subtle, but like ever so slightly interesting. I know everyone's talking about Tiger King. 
on Netflix right now, but like I feel like that's too much for me to watch. I feel like there's going to be something in it relating to big cats that's sad, so I'm not going to do it. Yeah, I, I I think it's more like it's crime, and like I don't think it's like blackfish sad. Okay. What's I'm gonna I'm gonna see right now. I get real whenever I watch a movie or a show and there's like an animal is introduced. I I get real like is something going to happen to that elephant? Oh, or tiger? I 100% can't watch that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh yeah, it's like a true crime documentary about the life of this guy who is a big cat zoo owner and he ends with a murder for hot hire plot. So I think it's uh ironically n- not. Um, about big cats. Um, I would watch that. I maybe I'll watch some of that today. Yeah. I am gonna do dance church at uh, noon central. Okay, it's dancing around in my living room. So. That sounds good. Yeah, that's a good thing. I think this episode is just like <laughs> coping mechanisms for a pandemic. Pandemic slightly tangentially related to British television. Thanks for bearing with us because we haven't, you know, talked to a lot of people. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like if you're still even listening to us with last, like our our season two opener, and now this one, like, oh boy. I mean, we're just doing what we can, man. Yeah, we should probably do like when all this is done. We should do a live one. I'll come to Cleveland. Ooh, there'll be so much together in us. I know it'll be great. Um, I keep hearing planes overhead and I'm like, who? Oh, in you or me? Me. I wonder, I mean, I'm sure. Who's on a plane right now? I'm going to say it's cargo, but. Yeah. Who knows? Anyway. Everybody stay inside. Everybody. Stay inside. Stay sane if you can. Be nice to each other. Yeah. Be kind, Um, please. Watch some good TV. Tell us what you're watching. I know we ask that every time we record this but like no seriously please tell us what you're watching i need to pick up some of my knitting projects because then i can't be holding my stupid phone in my hand oh gosh yeah Let's open the fresh horrors device and see what fresh horror <laughs> you're following the wrong people no you gotta, you gotta like reduce your feed to like dogs like i do it's just dogs I have a lot of dogs, but now people are, like, retweeting every, like, horrible thing that they. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't look at that. Crazy. The fresh, fresh words. I I read a tweet that said that. That's not my content. Um, (laughs) It's good. Uh, I'll close us out. Yeah. Uh, Please come talk to us. social media please we're um on twitter at t the letter t and sympathy pod we have a website may or may not get updated i don't know who knows anymore it's t and sympathy pod.com we have an email address you just like send us your thoughts and feelings it's t and sympathy pod at gmail.com um we are at for- <laughs> facebook.com i got really focused on the forward slash facebook.com forward slash t and sympathy pod you should subscribe to sarah's newsletter which is hey hey lady dot substack.com we're an apple podcast google play podbean send us your show ideas please come talk to us we are the kitten that is like hanging there (laughs) tenuously hanging on to our sanity 
until next time. I don't know when that's going to be. Soon. Hopefully soon. Uh, hopefully maybe like post-coronavirus life. I mean, I, I expect we'll have a few more quarantine editions, but... Yeah, I think we will, too. Quarantine <laughs> edition number one of question mark? Of, I hope, hopefully few. I don't know. Everybody hopefully say few. the F inside, please. Stay, seriously, I, if you do nothing else, please stay inside. You're making it worse by going outside and having parties and, like, doing whatever it is that you're doing. Like, I see you. I I... I see you. Uh, please stay inside. Wash your hands. Be nice to the people at be the nice grocery store. The people please. at the grocery store. The people that work there. They are essential. Please be nice. Be nice. Yeah. All right. To quote the great Dalton from Roadhouse, "Be nice until I tell you it's time to not be nice." There you go. That's the perfect I don't ending. Think that's to the exact quote, but close enough. <laughs> All right. <sighs> Until next time, this is the Tea and Sympathy Podcast. Signing off. Bye. <laughs>